Welcome to Complete Edition, the podcast between a PlayStation trophy hunter and an Xbox achievement hunter. This is episode six. I'm your host, Compulsive Nerd, or Cole, and I am joined by my fantasy critic, competing third place, AJ. How are you, AJ? I'm in, I'm in first place on fantasy critic. Really? I checked this morning and I thought yeah. you, it looked like you were in third. Nope, I have, uh, I have, 55, I have 55 points. 12, oh 12 minutes God. put me ahead. That's amazing. That's amazing. I knew you were going to be in the running. I like wrote down some names who I thought I was going to be competing with. And I'm like middle, straight middle right now. And I'm like... We need to tell the audience that you counterpicked Halo Infinite for some reason, <laughs> which did. is just going to totally destroy Dude, you. Look like, at the there's... track record with that game, though. Like, three, what is it? 365? There, there's... N- f- f- three, four, three. The, three, four, the three. only way... The only way you get points for that game is if it gets under a 70 on metacritic and open critic there's no way that happens there's actually no way it gets under a 70 uh. halo 4 on open critic has okay so the master chief collection has an 86 how halo 4 it's has an 87 hell. and then halo 5 has an 84 as well, with 85% of critics recommending it. So, it would have to be the worst Halo game ever, and the worst Halo game 343 have ever made, by, like, a significant margin, by, like, <laughs> over, like, 15 points, that it's not going to happen. Because, it's not. I mean, especially since they had the, you know, the technical preview, and the people who played that were like, this is awesome, this is amazing, so you're done for, basically. Like the, yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's over. If the technical test came out and people were like, this game sucks, then, you know, you'd be, you could be pretty smug right now. No, it's not looking good for me. People have been enjoying it quite a lot. Uh, it's not a good sign. But I mean, maybe this will, I mean, this will be interesting to look back on, right? Because right. when it, we'll have to update everyone on how, how that goes. <laughs> One of us will look foolish. Me. I'm going to look foolish. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I looked foolish when I picked it, dude. I was like, why did I do that? I, I was actually at work when it happened and I just needed, I needed something and I'm like, cause they were going to skip me and I'm like, shit. So I just picked as quick as I could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But, <laughs> but how was your week? What was up, man? <laughs> uh, my week's been pretty good. I've basically, I mean, it sort of goes into like what I've been chasing, but what I've really enjoyed about uh, playing Hades is that when you get like a late port or a remaster of a game, you get to, like, when you start playing it, you get to discover a bunch of, like, really great YouTube videos and content and, like, streams of the game. So I've basically been getting, like, really into Hades this past week and, you know, discovered a bunch of, like, tips and tricks and personalities that play it. And it's been it's been great. It's been really good to sort of delve deep into that game. Yeah, you know, I... I played it not to completion, but I got pretty close. I maxed out several gods in there with the with the nectar, and at some point I was just like, I don't want to play anymore. Like I escaped all ten times, and yeah, I played the hell out of the game. But like I said, I didn't want to play anymore, and that leaves me in a funny place because it's like I don't want to play anymore. But then I could platinum hunt it. On yeah, and you'd have to be starting all over again as well yeah. because there's no there's no save transfer as far as I know between so, between like Switch and and pc right and and ps ps4 and ps5 and and it's not that it's not that it's a bad game or anything like that it's gotten so much praise and it it is a beloved game but it's just like one of those things where i loved my time with it and i went through as far as i went and then i was like i don't i'm good and 
again, that puts me in a weird situation because I, I was like, I would have probably tried to platinum this if it was on PlayStation, but I just played it because it was in that, it was in the game of the year conversation, I believe last year. And yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta play it. That's what I do at the end of the year. I just catch up on everything that is, has been heavily, heavily praised. And that was the game. That was the game last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely the indie pick for a lot of, a lot of outlets. It really was. But yeah, that's, that's basically been my, my week, to be honest. How's yours? My week was packed full, busy. I gamed a little less because, like, last night I went to a baseball game and I was, like, front row. It was so much fun. It's kind of scary. I mean, just because of the pandemic world that we live in, it's, like, so weird. I'm vaccinated, but it's, like, so weird to be out there with all those people. And luckily, the game wasn't packed. There was only 9,000 people there, which that sounds like a lot. But, I mean, when we average, like, 30,000 people... You know, it's only one third of that. So I felt more comfortable. But yeah, I mean, I did that and trying to set up and everything. And I like last week after we finished the podcast, I was in like an anime mood. And so I just started watching anime. So I wasted a couple days watching anime. And then it left me with like not very much to talk about this week, which I'm going to just go ahead and transition right into what we were playing this week because, you know, I didn't I didn't play too much, but I also was just busy doing so many other things. Last night, I started Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC. This morning, I finished all the collectibles. I got all the trophies up to the last one. I need one more, and that's completed. And I think I'm on the final mission. So, like, right before we started the podcast, I was almost going to push it, but I know it's late where you are because we record midday for me and then late at night for you. And I was like, I can't push it anymore. But, man, I'm pretty sure I'm about to do the final battle or whatever the hell's gonna happen so as soon as this podcast ends i'm gonna ding that trophy probably delete it download 12 minutes and play 12 minutes but i actually spent a little bit of my time this week playing persona 4 golden and i was grinding because you need to be like level 91 to make the the top persona like the best persona in the game and you also have to do it to complete the compendium but i was like way lower leveled because i read a guide and it said like you shouldn't be overleveled or you'll miss out on these lines, which you need these line, these navigation lines from one of the character characters. You need 250 unique ones for a trophy. And I'm like, that trophy I might never, ever get because I can't count. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't have like a tracker or anything. So I have no idea which lines I have and which ones have been repeated, all that stuff. So I was grinding because I was way underleveled for the last dungeon. And I got probably up to level 67. And I maxed out a confidant and I'm like, I'm going to get the confidant trophy this weekend or not this weekend, but this week. And then I'm going to be able to complete the game for the first time. And that will pop at least two trophies, a silver and a gold. So I'm like right there with Persona 4 Golden. And that's about, that's probably the game I played the most this week. was Persona 4 Golden. Just grinding, dude. Just grinding. This week, I'm, I'm really looking forward to 12 minutes and ghost of tsushima those two things like ghost of tsushima will launch tonight probably around 11 o'clock and i'll be ready i'll have it downloaded i'll have everything ready to go and then i'm gonna probably play the hell out of that because i fucking love ghost of tsushima that's it's got an awesome combat system the sword feels like a lethal weapon you know when you slice someone across the chest and it just annihilates them feels good feels good and it goes both ways too because like i play on um lethal mode if I get hit with a sword, it it could it'll kill me. <laughs> you know, 
it's it's a very sharp weapon and it, it can do some serious damage so it's really really fun to play that game and that's what i'll be playing this week what about you man what did you put what were you chasing this week yeah 12 minutes i need to check it out as well i've got it installed on my xbox and my pc i've heard that the because it's like a point and click game in terms of how you like interact with the world it's apparently like i heard from a few people that it controls quite badly with a controller like it's easier with a mouse and keyboard which makes sense for that that type of game so i've got it downloaded on both i might check it out on my xbox first and then like if if it plays fine stick with that or just go to the the pc version but that game uh, annoyingly it didn't come out at midnight my time they did like a global launch for it which was the game came out today but it came out at like 6 p.m here today for me so i was i was hoping to get through a decent amount of it yesterday or, or last night i suppose slash this morning but was unable to so i've pretty much just been playing hades for this week i've put around 40 hours into it already so i've, I've played a ton of it i'm at 38 out of 49 achievements so i'll probably have the completion in the next 10 or 20 hours and I, i've just been playing it daily and getting better at it and really enjoying my time with it it's um for anyone who doesn't know it's it's an isometric roguelite where you focus on melee combat for the most part um and and there's just great attention to detail in the game with how the items all interact with each other and how the dialogue from the characters like adapts to what items you like what you've accomplished and and what boons and weapons and and items that you have and there's so many like layers you you'll you'll know what i mean because you've played it and it, it's hard to describe because not not many games do it to this level where there's so many layers to the npc interactions and the conversations you have like when you so when you die and go back to uh when you when you go back after you've died and also when you when you get new boons and go to different areas so that that's been great to experience it's awkward because i feel like hades is it's it feels like a roguelike for people who aren't normally fans of roguelikes in some ways because through the game you sort of mostly play it the same way or the same few ways every time and there's a lot of variation, but you can build out your run in a way that, that you can sort of design. Because there's keepsakes where you can choose which gods you will next meet. And you can also re-roll what options they give you. And you're always looking to like, I need to get like a dash. I need to get I need to get an attack boon. I need to get a cast or, or whatever. So you always know the gaps that you're filling in and what you're moving towards. And when you've played enough of the game, you like know the full list of, of opportunities that there are. So you can you can really aim towards something and go to build whatever you want, which isn't really typical of, of roguelikes. What do you lean toward first? Like whenever you're when you're going on a run, what do you lean towards first? Do you go for a dash move or so it depends on the weapon that i'm using as well because there's so many different weapons and then there's different variations of those weapons right i think that the dash athena's dash that gives deflect on it is basically overpowered in terms of it's just amazing you pretty much always want that or poseidon's dash in my experience which knocks enemies away because that can do quite a lot of damage i quite like the cast that is that blade rift that's pretty good 
because it, it it's something where you can you can activate it and then you can melee hit enemies while the blade rift is actively damaging an enemy so you can just get like massive damage numbers by doing both at the same time athena's cast was my favorite just the way it pings around and then i just go pick it up and i'm just like dashing around and throwing it it was it was definitely my favorite yeah there's so much where you can like the game does a really good job as well and again it's almost like it's almost like a roguelike for people that don't really like roguelikes in a way because everything is so finely balanced in that game where you can't get like ludicrously overpowered you can get pretty close but you you can't get super super overpowered without taking risk and at the same time you you can never get like ridiculously underpowered either everything is so like finely tuned where like the amount of damage you can do is controlled by the game pretty well that there's never going to be a time where you like one shot the final boss or whatever whereas in like the binding of isaac and enter the gungeon you can get to a pretty ridiculous power level where that can happen but then you can also get a run where you get like totally useless joke items like a pea shooter in gungeon for example that literally shoots peas and is like a a gun (laughs) as a joke that's terrible on purpose there's nothing like that in Hades. Everything has a purpose and everything is a baseline level of good, which makes it less replayable in some ways, but the combat loop is so satisfying and so fun that it doesn't really matter. So it's a really interesting game to think about in, in that sense. And then there's there's also, I don't know if I'd call it a criticism, it feels like in that game you are absolutely meant to fail the first few runs, basically no matter what, unless you're like absurdly good at the game. Because you, as you progress, you get like meta currency, like like gems and darkness, and those things allow you to unlock permanent upgrades. And those permanent upgrades are just they they just make you objectively stronger. And a lot of the time, they're pretty overpowered. Death defiance gives you extra lives essentially, and you can start with fifty extra HP as well, which is literally doubling your health. And then you can start with a hundred gold as well. And there's tons of different things you can start with. And you can upgrade your weapons and you can and it it makes it fun, but also it it makes it feel like almost like the game is playing you. Yeah, the the game is like directing you in the sense of I mean, and games have done this in the past, right? Because Resident Evil 4 has this AI director and Left 4 Dead does as well, where in Resident Evil 4, the game knows if you've not got much ammo. And then when you get ammo pickups, it will it will drop ammo more often. And also when you get ammo, you will get more bullets. So the game like constantly and all the Resident Evil games do this since four, I believe, where it's like you always feel like you're on edge of like on the edge of running out of ammo. But you, you never do or almost never do because it will give you like 30 pistol bullets instead of 15 if you've only got like five left or something in some areas if it knows that there's like a big fight coming up or something so so the 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 game like it's it's sort of i don't know uh, faking it in a way but it's still really satisfying and left 4 dead does something similar with its like special infected that it uses and it it monitors the hp of the party and stuff like that so it, it's not really a new thing in games but in terms of this, it's like there's always like these like stabilizers that are on you essentially in terms of that you are meant to fail at first and then eventually you will get so overpowered that you will just win a run eventually. And that point will be different for everyone because it will depend on like the RNG of the run and how good you are at the game by default. 
I think it was my fifth or sixth run where I beat the game for the first time. Whereas I've heard for some people it takes them 10, 20 runs. And on the opposite end, some people beat the game on like their second run. I think on my fourth run, I got to the final boss and it kind of sequence broke the dialogue for the NPCs. Like the NPCs had, and this is a criticism, definitely. The NPCs almost had like a backlog of dialogue in the sense that I I got to the final boss and then when I died and went back to the hub, the NPCs would be like, they'd like talk about getting to the final boss and then dying. And then on my next run, I got to Elysium or I got to the final boss again, I don't remember. But I got to Elysium and then afterwards, all the NPCs talked about Elysium as though I'd only been there for the first time. Because the way the way Hades works is that when you talk to NPCs, they only have they can only give you one set of dialogue at a time. They give you like one set of dialogue and then you do a run and then you come back and then they give you another set of dialogue. And it's based on what you've done in the in the in the previous runs. Um so because they can only give you like one set of dialogue, they should have talked to me about Elysium when I got to the final boss for the first time. But the final boss dialogue took priority. So I had to play the game again, die, and then the, and then they talked to me about Elysium, even though it's like I've been there twice or like three times now. It's not my first time. So there's there's stuff like that that doesn't quite work. It's not a perfect game in that sense. And that can make it really annoying when you're going for some of the achievements. Because some of the achievements require you to do these prophecies, which are essentially like quests and like sub-stories for the different characters a lot of the time. And for this, some of the dialogue you get is random. Most of it is based on things that you've done or things that you're wielding. Like Artemis might talk about the bow that you've got because, you know, she's into bows. So she might be like, oh, wow, that's the great bow of, you know, dick fuck or whatever. Like, <laughs> so that happens all the time. But you might want to talk to that character about something else and you've got no control over it. And you might have to do 10 runs to even get the dialogue initiated to start a quest or progress a quest. And that's quite annoying, I think. It, it sort of artificially pads out the runtime, in a way. Because that, that's the other thing, right? That, like, if it, ga if it let you do all the dialogue at once, if you got to the final boss or you beat the game within, like, five runs, well, then suddenly you'd get, like, all the dialogue or, or whatever. Like, you, you'd, you'd burn through it so much quicker. So it, it, it kind of makes the game longer in a way that feels a little janky and forced. So there's there's one achievement to do. Uh, Ares has a quest line for killing 10,000 enemies. I've already killed 13,000 enemies and I still haven't even started the quest because every time I talk to Ares, he talks to me about something else for some reason. He just won't talk to me about the thing that I need him to talk to me about. So yeah, um, I'm sure I've looked into how the system works and there's definitely ways to manipulate it. I'm sure people know more than me on it, but... It's something where I'm just like, I'm just going to keep bashing my head against it until it eventually gives me what I want. That seems to be mostly the consensus. I'm sure if if you're like a pro speed speedrunner going for like 100%, there's, there's a bunch of strats you can use to like optimize the game so it gives you the priority queue of the dialogue, of the exact dialogue you want at the exact right time. But I, I'm just having fun with it for the most part and hoping to get to, get to the completion as I go and as I... Uh, go up the heat levels and I, I've done my 10 wins and sort of got the ending of the game, the, the main ending of the game. So I'm really enjoying it. Those minor criticisms, they're more nitpicks than anything, but I would say that it's worthy of criticism still. We talked about the game um, 
being nominated for a lot of Game of the Year awards. I think um, I think generally with with games, it feels like a lot of the time stuff that's like Game of the Year tier. It seems people people seem scared to criticize anything with it. Like people people seem to. This is a problem with like Metacritic scores and review scores generally, where it's like so many games get like ten out of tens like all the time that it's like implied that it's completely perfect and there's nothing. And that and then if you you know if you if you say anything bad about it, it's like oh you know people people get really offended. But um, I really like the game. I'm really enjoying it. I love it. I think it's it's such a perfect game. I feel to introduce people to the genre of roguelikes and 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 roguelites. Because it's so gentle and it's so well managed, I kind of wish that they that the runs were a bit more varied and they were like a bit more chaotic in terms of like they really let you get like screwed over or let you like do really well and and you can manipulate that. That it feels like that's missing from the game to me to some extent, but I think that's just because I'm used to playing more, I guess, hardcore roguelikes and roguelites. Because I know uh, Rogue Legacy was similar to this, where you would be able to just you just upgrade yourself so much that over time the game just gets so so much easier. Like every hit you do does more damage. You have way more health, and it's just a different style. It's a it's a design decision that they've made, and I still really appreciate it for what it is. And it's such a hard balance to strike because you don't want to ever be getting just screwed over by rng all the time and randomness so there's some i i guess the last thing i have to say about it is that there's an issue with achievements and quick resume in the game so achievements won't unlock with with quick resume and then also the ps5 has had a crashing issue with the game but i think that's been patched either yesterday or today so there's some technical issues but for the most part it's really really solid i've heard it's got like DualSense implementation on PS5 as well, which is awesome. Yeah, so and it's on Game Pass on Xbox, so it's you know it's a win-win wherever you play it. Essentially, it's uh, it's great. Are you playing? I I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Are you playing with God Mode on? No, I'm not. I didn't think you were. You're such a uh, roguelite hardcore fan that I was like, there's no way he's playing with that. For me, is if I was to start it and try to platinum it, I would start with God Mode on immediately because I've already played it. And I just would want to get through it. But. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm still a, so I. It kind of annoys me because in Hades you get resources for beating every boss in the game. You get like Titan blood, diamonds, um, ambrosia, and when you beat the game once on one heat level with a specific weapon, you then have to raise the heat by one to get those rewards again. Otherwise, you just get darkness for beating the bosses. Something that annoys me is that I wish you could... Say you complete a run on zero heat. I wish you could then go to 10 heat or like 5 heat. Do the game again, beat the game, and then get like 5 times the rewards. Like all the rewards for heat 1, heat 2, heat 3, heat 4, and heat 5. All at the same time. So like 5 diamonds, 5 titan blood. Because if you've beaten it on heat... Instead, you have to, after you've beat it on Heat 0, you have to beat it on Heat 1, and then you get the rewards. Then you have to do it on Heat 2, then you get the rewards. Then you have to do it on Heat 3, then you get the... Like, I don't get why you can't skip ahead, because ultimately you have to be... Like, it's the same thing, right? You have to beat the game on Heat 5 to get, like, to get those rewards, ultimately. It's kind of annoying how you have to ramp up so slowly. And if you do play the game, so if you... 
If you do decide to play on Heat 5, say right after Heat 0, you'll get the rewards, but you'll only get the rewards for Heat 1. And then, so so you get nothing extra, basically, for doing that. Which I think is really, really stupid. Again, it's like artificially lengthening the amount of time you have to play to get the rewards. And and the reason I say that is because you, you mentioned God Mode. I win most of my runs of this game. I've... I won 12 runs in a row. After after like my first victory, I I won like 12 in a row. That's amazing. And then I lost I lost two and then I kept winning again. And I think I won every run I played yesterday. So and the reason for that is because I have to go up the heat levels one by one. Like I'm still on like heat 5, heat 6. But if I could have just skipped all the way ahead to like 5 or 6, then I'd probably be enjoying the game more and having like a harder time with it and and it really challenging me. But right now I'm sort of like the game's pretty pretty easy i have almost all of the mirror upgrades and i'm still on pretty low heat because there's no benefit to going to higher heat right now so yeah i'm, I'm at the point where i'm at like heat five heat six though so i think it will be getting more difficult again but i like hit a wall at the start of the game and lost a lot and then i broke through that wall and now it's just i, I just keep winning at the, at the game but it's getting harder, so I think it. I think it, it. It should be more engaging on that level. Well, that's intriguing, and that's exciting for your next, uh, for the week to uh, try to get that. Yeah. All right. I guess let's uh, let's go to the topic on the table, which is uh, trophy and achievement pet peeves. This this is kind of stuff that annoys us with trophy and achievement hunting. I think that every trophy and achievement hunter ends up with some kind of trophy or achievement in a game where when it pops up and you see it on the list you're like oh no i'm gonna i'm dreading this like i already don't want to do that and i'll go ahead and i'll start with my first which is anything rng based because it's so annoying and it's not based on your skill it's based on how long you can hold out before you quit on doing this because i hate 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 rng and i you know i was looking through lists trying to find RNG trophies, and AJ, you might be able to think of some, but the only one I could think of was, like, Knack and opening the chests and hoping to get a diamond. But it's, like, any game that just requires you to get a specific item or something like that, and and you can't just go and pick it up off the ground, you actually have to get lucky and get it, is just absolute trash. And, you know, this episode, I love to celebrate trophies and achievements, I do, but we do run into these things where... You you see it on the list and you're like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit if this doesn't give it to me because uh, it's not my fault. It's not the player's fault. It's just a bad choice by the people with the trophy list. Like, don't do that. It's just not fun for anyone. Yeah. And and that that is like a big one for me. That's number three. And we're going to we're going to go ahead and do three each. And it's I, I'm sure there will be overlap because sometimes it's just the way it is like in in trying to play this way well the um i think descenders has a really annoying rng achievement i know maca has it um i think i think it's like ridiculous odds as well it's like one in like three thousand or something and uh when he got it he was really really happy i think it's zero gamer score as well so that's like double double annoying right like an achievement for zero gamer score because it means that you don't get the completion if you don't get it but then when you do get it it's not even worth anything oh so that's not on my list. Neither of those factors are on my list, but they're definitely really annoying. They're so annoying. Oh, man. Yeah. And we talked about Hades with the dialogue, part of that being RNG. Yeah. Um, at least in that game, 
like once you've got through the dialogue it doesn't come back so for the most part so like you will eventually break through for me so i'm not sure which to go with i I guess these are these are joint third for me so i really don't like when games have an absurd number of achievements added in like free dlc or at launch wow so humankind came out recently it has 98 achievements with a thousand gamer score and halo master chief collection and gears 5 each title update they do for those games they add new achievements and you just have to play that game like purely that game to get all the achievements and i think that they're good in a sense because i i like games having post-launch support so i I, i'm not sure but a lot of the time it just feels really tacked on which is like this is where i'm like this is joint third and joint fourth because connected to that i really hate tacked on multiplayer achievements so doom eternal has them singularity has them batman arkham origins has them uh and they're terrible they're garbage and i don't have them and i won't have them i think doom eternal is the easiest out of those three i mentioned to get but i I won't get them i almost won't get them out of principle essentially unless unless i actually genuinely enjoy the mode but most of the time the mode is a chore to play and the best option is to boost the achievements. Yes. But even that's annoying. And then also, it's like, if if you boost the achievements, you've not really earned them. And then also, but there's nothing wrong with boosting it because the mode sucks and they shouldn't be in the game anyway. But then also, it's like everyone that, like a lot of people that have the achievements did just boost them. So then that makes them like even more pointless. It's like, why are they in the, like, they're self-defeating in that sense. So yeah, I hate them. I hate tacked on achievements generally, I'll say. I hate them when they're multiplayer. I hate them when they're added in updates and really annoying. I guess it's because as well, like when you get achievements added that way, it's totally a mystery what's what's coming your way. Like, is it going to be like a really easy list that's that's really nice? Or is it just going to hit you, hit you like a truck and be like, complete all the games on lasso in halo for example that that one was was awful so i I don't know if you can you can empathize with either of those oh absolutely you know i have a i i'm i was saving it for when we're done but i have a dishonorable mentions list because these are not honorable and that would be one of them would be like the dlc add-ons but the thing is, is like i know i'm in a platinum hunter um discord and i know some people celebrate extra trophies on games because they're like now i can play that game more but it's like Oh, dude, it just feels so dirty whenever, like, I have, I've started to buy games with the deluxe edition because I know that I get the season pass and they're going to add stuff and then I can go back and get it. Like, but again, go ahead. I I wanted to, I guess I should clarify, like, I feel like when you get, like, when you get a game, let's say, let's say Fallout 3, that game has some amazing DLC or like GTA 4, right? That, those games have really great DLC and they have achievements and trophies. And I think I think that's totally fine and that's totally great. I think it's when it's like an update to the game and it's like the update is like, oh, we added we added like base building or something like oh. something no one cares about or whatever, yes. like something something really stupid that wasn't announced. And it isn't like a big expansion where it's like, yes. oh, this is awesome. You know, like GTA 4 added like parachuting and all these like and, you know, added like all these motor motorcycle missions and a and a huge new storyline for completely new characters like that. That's great. I support that. It's just when it's like, Oh, here's this piece of shit update. Like if doom eternal was like, Oh, here's another update for battle mode. And it's another 20 achievements and they're all multiplayer and, and fuck you. That that's, that's the thing I have the problem with. Yeah. 
and I totally get that. And, you know, Valhalla, on a couple episodes ago, I talked about how Valhalla had a new challenge mode, and it's tied to a quest, and if you don't get all of the gold medals and all of the challenge mode, which is going to take me over 15 hours, I was like, why did they add this? Like, I'm okay with adding an additional quest and maybe making it where you get, like, one gold medal, and that's a fine little add-on trophy, but they made it to where it's like, no one has this, it's super low, it's like an ultra rare uh, uh, trophy, and it's just stupid, just like you're saying, it's bullshit add-on that was not planned with the DLC, this is not a big expansion, it was just like, we're just gonna throw together some bullshit challenges that have no breathing room, and you have to perfect them, and I was like, nah, I'm out, I quit on it, I was like, no, (laughs) about five hours in, I'm just like, fuck this, fuck this. Yeah, there's, there's no shame in that, for sure. Um... And then I'll go to my number two, and this is one that actually I don't think bothers you very much, but it does me. And I'm very conflicted on this one, but it's my number two. It's no deaths, no saves. That Those kind of trophies fuck me up. I'm like, I don't want to have to get to the end of a game, die, and then have to do it all over again. I was one of the first people in the world to platinum Moss, uh, the VR game, and I would have been the first if it wasn't for a no-death run. And... I, it was 3 a.m., and I'm, like, trying to get through, and I just kept getting to the end, and I got one hit killed, and it was just over for me. I was like, I'm going to bed. I woke up the next day, and I did it, and I, again, I was one of the first, not the first, but one of the, I'm pretty sure I'm in the top 10 somewhere, but I just don't like no death, no saves, so you can't, like, even if it's a no death trophy, it's fine if I can, like, cheese the autosave, or I can cheese... I can, like, save a couple times, you know? You you get, like, three saves in a whole run where you have no deaths, so that if you die, you can go back. Like a Dead Space 2. Yes. It it, it it makes it the challenge feel a little more attainable, a little more realistic. And whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, fuck no. Because I'm pretty sure recently you were doing some kind of roguelite, I think, and there was, like, a no-death run or a no-character-dying run, something like that. And I was like, oh, dude, I would be furious. No. Darkest Dungeon requires you to you have to beat the game in a um you have to beat the game in a time limit and you can't let more than 14 characters die. There's also some sections of that game where it is mandatory for some characters to die. So you can accidentally fuck yourself if you get to a point where a character has to die and you've got like n- none left because then it's about to be game over and you're just you're just done for. Right. I I guess with the Little Nightmares 1 completion, you have to do it in under an hour, so a speed run, and you can't die, and there's no saves. That's like, that was when it hit me that I I can't, I fucking hate these. (laughs) I I fucking hate them. I'm I'm fine with them. I like them. I enjoy the challenge. It's just, um, you definitely have to love the game enough. Right? Ultimately. Like, if yeah. if you play the game and you get everything else and you're like, I fucking hate this game. Like, I need it to be over. You, that, there's no way you're going to go for that. You have to be like, all the levels are really memorable and I really enjoyed it. And you have to be like, like like you say, like, I'm, I guess, more fond of this stuff than you. But even for me, it's like, I have to really like the game. Like, it ultimately, that there's like a, a bar of either, either the game has to be not that hard, I guess, because there's sometimes where that type of achievement might be easy or easier um, than for other games. But yeah, you, you have to, it's such a commitment that you have to, you have to really like the game. I mean, it, it is annoying in the sense of, like you say, like what's probably the worst is that if, uh, if you do it legit and then it comes out that there's a way to just cheese it and exploit it afterwards, that must be like a nightmare. 
situation. Absolute nightmare. So that's a pretty pretty big negative for it because if you spend like twenty hours doing it and then it's like, oh, you could just you can just load up a save that's at the final boss after you've after he's like one health and then and then you've done you know like if if something like that happens i mean that that would just send me over the edge right like that, that that's it so yeah i get what you mean there but I, it wouldn't be on on my list yeah because i like wolfenstein too but yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mind laban you know no yeah just no i might do someday but <laughs> not today I'll, I'll wait for an exploit <laughs> like let me glitch through the map or something. I don't think it's coming. Uh, no, yeah, I, don't it's think, I don't think it's coming for that game. I think it's, it's over. <laughs> What's the, your number uh, two, man? <laughs> so I should. I, I'm gonna swap my number two and my number one because there's 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 no way the number the current number two that I have isn't the worst. It has to be the worst. So instead, I'm, I'm switching it around. I really hate, and this isn't a problem on PlayStation, so we we probably won't have overlap on it. I hate achievements with gamer score that doesn't end in a 5 or a 0. So, this is really annoying because actually you could make an argument it's the worst because I never want my gamer score to end to to not end in a 5 or 0. And 99% of games always have gamer score that is ending in a 0 or ending in a 5 for every achievement, and the full list has to add up to a 1000 points for every game for 100% of of games that get published uh, from now. But what some games will do is they will make a really easy achievement that you get at the start of the game be worth like two gamer score and then make the hardest achievement in the game be like 98 gamer score. So you basically, as soon as you start the game, you've like, you've essentially like activated like a booby trap achievement <laughs> that is just stuck on your gamer card and it ruins your gamer score total for everyone to see. Like makes it a really awkward number. Makes it so you can never get, you never be able to get to a hundred thousand, and have it look really nice, or a million, or five hundred thousand. You'll never have that because you'll always have this like two or this three at the end. So until you grind out that game and do everything in the game and then get the hardest achievement and then and then you're free. Or you can search out. There's actually a tool on True Achievements where you can search for uneven like gamer score games like you can search for another game and like buy that game and be like i'll get the the easy bullshit achievement on that game and then i'll never finish either game so that i've 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 got it securely back to where i need it to be so Dude, holy crap. that sucks it's awful that's um, so amazing like you i was over here smiling and laughing because like you know i'm not I don't know very much about the Xbox ecosystem and I didn't even know that. I didn't know that at all. So that would have never even occurred to me as something that would be a pet peeve, but Oh damn, dude, I, I am definitely with you. If something is going to be like not perfectly on five or zero and they just jip you with a two. Oh, that sucks. That yeah, sucks. It's, it's bad because again, like almost every game doesn't do this so like once you're caught by it it's like the next the next like 500 games you play won't even have like a way to fix it at all and and it's permanently on your gamer card so it's like it goes beyond the game itself and this is really topical because when i was making this list the quake remaster got announced and the quake remaster has this problem it has a bunch of achievements that give you 86 gamer score instead of 85 or 90 and they're some of the hardest achievements in the game so i don't know if i i mean i can avoid them which is good because you you have to play on the hardest difficulty to get those so i might just not do that but yeah they it really annoys me 
dude, I'm telling you, it's it's almost. I don't know who <laughs> who is at these companies making these lists and not paying attention to this kind of stuff. Like, get a completionist in there. What are you doing? <laughs> well, they they do it on purpose to troll you. For oh, absolutely. Sure. They're 100 doing it on purpose. It doesn't happen because the 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 people that don't care are the ones that always end in a five or a zero because it's like it's just the way things are done. Like, it's some developer like purposely like. I'm gonna really piss people off. That does in that way. I kind of admire it. Like there's there's some respect respect there, right? Because they're they're at least aware of achievements and and doing it to fuck with people. But, <laughs> that is yeah. That's an ultimate troll right there. Oh man. All right. Well, I guess my number one is something you already mentioned, and it's something that I preach about all the fucking time. And I actually hold me to my word on this, but I think in the future. I'm going to go to some kind of event, E3, PAX, something. I'm going to make a YouTube video about this, and I'm going to go around to people with a microphone and be like, hey, do you play multiplayer? Yeah. Do you care about achievements and trophies? No. No. Why are there multiplayer trophies and achievements? This shit does not matter. The people who are doing the trophy and achievement hunting, they don't care about it. The people who are multiplayer gaming, they don't care about it. They don't, so it's like no one cares about multiplayer trophies and achievements. Why are they fucking around? It, it just like you said, whenever Doom added it, I was like, I'm not playing Doom on PlayStation because I won't have those fucking multiplayer trophies on my account. I'll go play it on Xbox where I don't really care about my completion percentage. But like over here on PlayStation, I, I stay the fuck away from multiplayer games or I make, I have an alternate account just to play multiplayer games like actually this is something that i wanted to tell you and i didn't at the beginning of the week but right after we finished last week's podcast my friend challenged me to um he challenged me to mortal Kombat, and i was like i'll kick your ass and we just had fun and i signed in on a different account to play it because i'm not gonna get like i know that mortal Kombat is gonna have some multiplayer trophies and i'm like i'm not gonna have one pop and then have to go through all of them so i was like i'm just gonna play it somewhere else and if they didn't have that i would have I would have played Mortal Kombat on my main account and played and got all the achievements because I think it's more fun whenever I don't have to play, depend on other people. And, you know, I have a ton of, ton of games on my list. AC Revelations can't get the platinum because it's got multiplayer trophies and I either have to boost it or the servers are going to be shut down because it's a PS3 game and it's old. AC Black Flag, it's got an unbelievable multiplayer grind and I'm not going to do it. Just straight up not going to do it. Uh, not even through boosting. I'm not going to waste 20 to 30 hours doing it. It's just stupid. The crew. Uh, these are all Ubisoft games, and I was looking for more, and then I was like, oh, Far Cry. Oh, because Far Cry 5 has a fucking terrible... Th- it's actually RNG and multiplayer, and so I'm ultra hate. It's a, it's trophy, but it basically you have to get th- three game modes or five game modes where you play on arcade, and it has to be the base maps. So not the maps that players created, but that the developers created. And every time you ping up a game, the gamers or the players of that lobby vote on which map to go to. And if they vote on the player map and not the randomly generated, by the way, these are randomly generated, the player maps and the dev maps. If I don't get them, then I'm, I'm shit out of luck. I'm gonna have to play a game where I'm, I'm not making any progress on the trophy. So it's just, it's so infuriating to me. I just fucking hate them. I don't get why they exist. And again, I am going to prove it. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to go to like, like I said, E3 or PAX or something, and I'm going to make a video. I'm going to have somebody carry around a, a camera, and I'm just going to interview people who play multiplayer games and be like, do you care? Because I, I bet 95 to 98% of them do not care. Well, the, yeah, the um, it's, it's 
there's some games that have like really easy multiplayer achievements and mm-hmm. that's i think that's that's okay if it's just a couple or if it's like the game is like purely a multiplayer game obviously you know you have to look at warzone i think warzone is setting the prime example that it, it can be done it is a game without multiplayer trophies achievements and it's fucking huge it doesn't need it yeah it doesn't no one cares no one cares that it doesn't have achievements. Actually, people like me will play it because it doesn't. So you're missing out on an audience that can pick it up and play because it doesn't have yeah. achievements. Well, yeah, multiplayer achievements as well suck because of the like ticking time bomb effect of like you can just never after a certain amount of time they're just permanently locked off. Like you're just never able to get them. But right. yeah, yeah, I, I 100% agree with everything there. Basically, sorry my, about ranting so, there. <laughs> no, it's fine. So, so my my number one is i i think it's like basically indisputable that this is terrible i'd love to hear a defense of it from from anyone uh it's achievements which require a i've written stupid app but you know app require an app or an external bullshit on a website anything external to unlock the achievements so the example i've got here is fable anniversary has an achievement for xbox smart glass and uh, Xbox Smart Glass is now discontinued. It's been replaced by the Xbox app. So if you want that achievement, well, uh, too bad because you're never getting it. So <laughs> this happens all the time. It feels like whenever there's like a, oh, go to our website and sign up for the thing to unlock the thing to get the item that gets you an achievement or whatever it is. You like look at it like five years later and the website was just set up or the app was just set up as like a marketing thing and it's disabled and it's gone and they didn't they didn't bother to um, to like re up the domain or whatever. And then you're just screwed. So no one wants to like when they're playing a game, they want to play the game. They don't want to go to like a website or get their phone out and go on an app and like take a picture or what it like people don't people don't want to do that. They just want to play the game. Like and it's not if it's if it's outside of the game then it it's like disconnected from the game. It's not even like when they when they update the game it could break the app or when they update the app it could break the game. Like it doesn't then they're not even in tandem with each other in a in a way that makes sense. So yeah, this is terrible. I don't know why games do it. It's very rare that games do it. Thankfully, also immersion breaking to be yep frank like they you have yes. to come outside of the game to the real world to get something for the inside of the game it's like mm, dude yeah i've never played it. i've never played fable anniversary but like i always know that there's like one achievement that i'll never be able to get and it's like why like at the very least they could they could have patched the game afterwards and fixed it but they 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 didn't and they basically never do so yeah i mean it's it's the, I guess it's a connected issue, but you know, it's like we were saying about multiplayer. Once the servers go off, then that's just that's just it. Mirror's Edge too, by the way. Just wanted to mention that. Mention Mirror's Edge also has a an achievement for connecting your companion app and then changing your logo. So when you go and you like spray paint it on the side of a building or whatever. That right. Is. Child of Light has has one as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It's awful. There's there's it's very few games that do it, but it's too many. It, like even one is too many. It, it's so it's so stupid. And yeah, there's some there's some games where it's like a similar thing almost with multiplayer where it's like you have to do stuff in a game mode that no one cares about and no one plays and it's like do do a hundred hours of this and then also use the app or something and then it's just it's just completely ridiculous so that that has to be the worst there's like 
that there's because there, there's just nothing you can do about it. There's there's no way around it. So I guess I guess the only thing you could do is I mean, and this is ridiculous for an achievement is you'd have to get a community of people together who are also annoyed about this specific thing, and then you'd have to like write to the developers or the publisher or something and hope hope enough people care. That's like all you could do, which is so absurd that it's that broken. And 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 developers choose to put it in their game on purpose as well. But but yeah, that that's 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 the worst. It is the worst. Absolutely. Man, you brought some really good things to the table that I didn't even think about. And you know, I don't think I'm against the apps being made. I think I'm just I'm with you. I'm against there being trophies tied to that shit cuz um I think Rockstar made an app and like it was fun. I used to like pull the map up on my phone and use it as I play on like I think they have one for GTA and like uh Red Dead 2. And I'm like yeah, I'm not opposed to I mean that. It, it those works. games I will say what's annoying about those games though is they uh they pester you about the Rockstar Social Club, don't oh, they? they? They're do, like they like they like put pop-ups on. They're like you're not logged in, log in now, like sign in. <laughs> you need to sign in, you need to make an account. It's like Doom Eternal does it with Bethesda.net as well where it's like we won't let you into the game unless you sign up or log in to this thing that you're never going to use. Square Enix do it, Capcom do it, everyone does it and it it sucks. Activision do it now with an Activision ID. Some of them do it better than others, but yeah, that that sucks as well. Yeah, over the years, Ubisoft Club has done that, and it's gotten so much better, dude. It's actually something I look forward to in every Ubi game I go to because you just get. I liked yeah from uh, from Ubisoft. I'll say that I I liked um, they'd give you like achievements would give you you play points right, and then yeah. you could unlock stuff in the game from yes. unlocking achievements, and you could choose what you wanted as well. Like you could you could unlock an achievement, get some points, and then there's like. There's like five things to choose from. Oh, I thought I thought that more now. Pretty good. Like most of their games carry way more um, nice. options, yeah. like up to like twelve or eighteen. Like they're they give you so many options, and if you don't spend those points from the game that you got the credits from, you could just use them on the next game you play from theirs. And I'm yeah, like, I it's, it's fucking really well put together. It was really bad when it first came out and it started. But, you know, over years of development, they really have something special on their hands. And yeah, you could. Uh, it's cool. You could. Yeah, you could like get a bunch of points from one game and then not spend them. And then as soon as you start like a new game, you could just unlock everything, which was which was cool. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to point out that it's also evolved where you have just like you're talking about the trophies and achievements that are tied to getting the Uplay points. But then you also have time limited, which I think this is probably the smartest thing they've done because we talk about how greedy they are but like every week they have like community events so if the community does 300,000 drinking games in Valhalla everybody gets free shit in the game like they get additional experience they get additional currency in game and you can just redeem it and it's there but then it's like oh go kill somebody with this weapon and then you can get opals which are a currency that can get you like really really special items like i'm i'm wearing these awesome uh gauntlets that just have like lightning all over them and it glows and it looks sick it looks like i'm wearing like armor of eden or something and it i got it because you play just pretty much gave it to me for free and i'm like fuck yeah dude like that's that's smart you know just every week they, they update it and you don't have to play the game every week it's this isn't destiny you can just go back in, and then whatever the community did, you redeem it. So every time I go back in the game, I get like 50 opals for free, you know? It's just, it's amazing. I'm like, 
cheers to Ubisoft for making a little nice little club. But you're right about all the other ones. They just feel dirty. They're just like, we need your information and nothing else matters. They don't care about updating it. They don't care about that. They just matter that it just maybe it's for investors or something, but it just matters that you're signed in and they will pester you until you're signed in. Yeah, I mean, I will say like we've celebrated Ubisoft, but I will say uh, fuck Ubisoft because they did it with uh, they did it with Child of Light where you can't. They did it with. They have a really annoying achievement in Rayman Legends as well, where you have to you have to play like the oh, yeah. multi- multiplayer thing to get like an awesomeness rank to some stupid number that takes it takes like way longer than beating every level in the game for some reason. So yeah, you know, you know, good job Ubisoft, takes- but also like you've you've messed up. Yeah, sometimes as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you, I was literally complaining about all the games that they have multiplayer trophies in. Yeah. Like, it's only them. <laughs> what the fuck? Just stop that. Just don't do it. Good job and fuck you. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's yeah. move on to trophy and achievement of the week. My trophy of the week I chose from Ghost of Tsushima because it's coming up and I'm really excited to play it tonight. And it's called Blood on Your Hands and it's purchased an item from the Crimson Die merchant and then it's for a specific armor. But the reason I chose this is because they they kept doing this. You know, we were talking about insignificant like trophy and updates and things, but they just kept updating the game after it came out and you know, they dropped they dropped the multiplayer stuff and it was fun i played it and it did have multiplayer achievements and stuff there's still one i don't have for raiding because i don't i'm not a big raid fan i don't like to play a game for five hours and if you don't succeed you don't win (laughs) like you don't get anything out of it i'm just like not into that and they they keep adding these new merchants into the game and the merchants add different variations of colors to your armor and stuff and so you can go in and you can get like there's like a shadow merchant where you can change all of your all of your armor to black and it looks like like ninja and shadow and then there's like a light one and now they're adding like a red dye merchant which is going to be like probably looking really sick and like crimson and and bloody looking i have to imagine it's going to be pretty cool that's why i chose this because i'm like ooh, i'm gonna go right to that merchant <laughs> right when i start and yeah not, the and way pop that trophy the way that game uses color and 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 the visuals of it are so spectacular as well that it uses like the full color spectrum you see screenshots that people take and it's just like luscious fields like reacting to the wind and and yeah cherry blossoms and all that stuff great so yeah that that type of customization is is awesome uh for me my achievement of the week is from hades uh it's bad call which is to use an olympian's greater call against them in a trial so to explain this achievement so when you're in a trial you have to choose an item from one of two gods and then the other god attacks you with a bunch of enemies basically like it has like an effect and it attacks and a call from a god is essentially like a a super meter that you fill up and then when you activate it you can either like activate it partially full or activate it when it's completely full and it will like summon a god's ability that helps you out and it's usually extremely powerful. So to get this achievement, you are essentially annoying a god by rejecting their item, and then afterwards being like, hey, I need your help in this fight where you're fighting me. So I thought that was quite a cool like spin on it, and they have unique dialogue for when you do that as well. Like like when they're attacking you, they're like, wait, you're asking for my help? Like, So that they, the fact that Supergiant thought about that and thought about that interaction 
in the game for such like a specific event like these trials are pretty uncommon like they you might get like one every run max so i i just thought that was a really good achievement that is quite tough to get because you have to have a way to fill up that meter because you have to use their greater call you can't just use you can't just use the call when the the bar is partially full it has to be all the way full yes to get it so you have to be quite skilled and have a way to fill up that bar quite well and then also you have to have the right call for the right god so that has some rng which is a little annoying but i just i just mostly like the the dynamic of it with the with the god be it like trying to kill you but also helping you out like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all and so super giant being self-aware and just like yeah we'll give you some extra dialogue and an achievement if you do it is uh is really good all right yeah and you know i wanted to say earlier like the writing in that game dude like that, that is that's something over and over as i played it the first time i just kept going wow they wrote this they wrote so much for this game like there is so much dialogue and there are so many different interactions and so many different, like you said, like scenarios. And there's writing there. And I'm like, holy fuck. I can't imagine like how much writing is in this game. It's it's yeah, pretty it's like spectacular. Yeah, it's of everything. And it's yeah. such a small team as well. It's really, crazy. Really spectacular. All right. Uh, do you have any uh, final thoughts? Anything left? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I feel like I was, getting, I was getting annoyed thinking about all those, those achievement pet peeves it was good to to vent out that anger uh, i think yeah i'm excited to check out 12 minutes i've heard the reviews are sort of polarizing like some people are like this is you know nine out of ten eight out of ten others are like this is like a four or a five or like i wouldn't recommend it so i'm i'm interested and people seem to be divided from what i've seen over like the game in like a general sense but also the story which is always exciting because that happened with like the last of us 2 last year so it was yeah. like it's like it's like i i, I want to see what happens and i and i, I want to play it for myself just so like so so we can talk about it and so oh, i can yeah. talk about it with a bunch of other people and i look and, forward to button heads with you because that's what we tend to do here yeah yeah it'll be it'll be good <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it too i'm gonna probably fire it up right after assassin's creed here and then i'll play it until ghost of tsushima comes out and then i'll play nice. ghost of tsushima and then yeah. maybe switch back i don't know uh, it's uh, it's all up in the air but i'm gonna play it this week and that's gonna be it for the show thank you for listening happy hunting peace out see ya